Alright, here it is Wednesday night, time for our health nugget. And we've started the book, Choose Life or Death. This is chapter one. We're going to cover equation numbers. There may be some things you don't understand here, but as we go along in the book, I believe you're going to learn what it all means. Make notes of anything you have questions on. Equation numbers, chapter one. One of the first things most people demand to know of a Reams tester is, what's wrong with me? Now, this is a point that makes it possible for any of the Reams testers to be falsely accused of practicing medicine without a license. There are biological laws in the Bible pertaining to health, which teach us what is right and what is wrong. Unless the Reams biological theory of ionization tests indicated what was wrong, we would not know what was right. <laughs> right. It is absolutely, that's a good point he's making. It's absolutely impossible to separate religion and good health or religion and poor health because we are created by God. Man's mind is in two divisions, our spiritual mind and our subconscious mind. With a conscious mind, we think, we learn, we're taught principles of life, we're taught professional and non-professional duties. But your subconscious mind maintains and controls life. This is the involuntary part of the brain that keeps your organs functioning without any thought on our part of how or whether or not they function. An undertaker who took the RBTI course said to me one day, the RBTI, that stands for Reams Biological Theory of Ionization. Anyway, he said to me one day after I told him, it's my duty to keep people out of your office and place of business as long as I can. That's why I'm here, because I want them to stay out and live to a, um, to a ripe old age. Then he added, well, you know, I was looking at bodies of adults in the morgue one day, and this thought came to me. They are here because they want to be. Freedom of choice. Well, what do you mean, I asked. And he said, they broke every rule of health. They abused their bodies. They went to physicians instead of going to God for healing. They took drugs instead of minerals. They did not seek to clean the temple of God. What other conclusion could I draw? Other than they were here because they wanted to be, he answered. Well, I'm not saying that I agree or disagree with his statements. I'm only saying that it lies within us to live to a ripe old age and to be healthy or to be sick and die young. I was in the South Pacific during the war, and uh, one of the things I learned about the natives there was they never grow old. They all die young because their living standards are so low, their food so poor, the quality of their life is thinking there's nothing really to live for. And when you see one of these natives, 30 years old, they look like 70 or 80. The conditions under which they live burns out their systems too quickly. So this is what happens when the wrong foods are used. It releases too many calories of heat energy or electrical energy at the wrong time, and the body cannot assimilate it. The very fact that it does this will show in the numbers and disease will strike in the weakest place. Naturally, the excessive heat energy will burn out the weakest place first. So the numbers in the test then come forth and we can zero in on the organ or organs that are affected. All diseases start with one or more of the vital organs, which are controlled by the central nervous system, chiefly the liver. But then they spread to other organs. 
because the liver is the one organ that manufactures the skeleton of the amino acid for all the other organs. And the amino acid is the building block that we live on. The numbers help us to zero in on the location of the loss of energy. A mineral deficiency is the cause of all diseases. The higher the specific gravity, the less energy you may get out of your food. The lower the specific gravity below the range A of the Reeves Biological Theory of Ionization Test, the faster the food passes through the system and it does not have time to take the energy properly from the food, the numbers show what organs are losing the energy. Collagen disease is nothing more than old-fashioned scurvy. That's caused by a lack of vitamin C. It affects the entire body chemistry from the top of the head to the bottom of the feet. The cells are coming apart. The energy is being lost throughout the system. The beginning of this disease is the lack of calcium, which in turn causes a decrease in vitamin C, which in turn permits a weakening of the tissues and a weakening of the gastric juices, which again affects the numbers. The numbers indicate the state of health and how much reserve energy you have. The higher the reserve energy, the greater liberty you have in breaking the rules, but the lower your reserve energy, the less liberty you have in breaking rules. You would not think of feeding an infant meat or nuts. Many people who are very ill with a reserve energy rating below 15, their gastric juices are as diluted as an infant and therefore they should live on baby food until their energy is restored or increases. There's two reasons why body chemistry will not respond to diet. One is a brain tumor in the left quadrant of the brain. The other is unrepairable damage to the main vagus nerve. That's the vital nerve which carries the message from the brain to the vital organs, which supply the total daily nutrient needed as TDN, total daily nutrient, needed to maintain the maximum amount of reserve energy. Suppose you were a male, age 25, 6 feet tall, weighing 180, and your numbers would read, if your sugar from the Brix meter from your urine test would be 7.0, remember perfect is 1.5, and so, so it would be 7.0, that's pretty high sugar, and your pH would be 7.70 of the urine over 7.80 of the saliva, remember perfect is 6.4, so those are both two alkalines. And the salts would be 45C, which is pretty high salt, and 4M, which is the dead cells your body's throwing off, and 14 over 15 for the nitrites over nitrates. So the person with these numbers would be, those were the uh, proteins that are being thrown off, albumins. Okay, so I think we're going to go into that later. The person with these numbers would be in a critical condition, and the body chemistry would be in a range C which is getting closer to the point of do not return, actually. I don't know if that's range D. All of the above facts are necessary in order to interpret this equation because a baby six months old could also have these numbers, and therefore the diet would be different. Or if a female had these numbers, the diet would be entirely different. The numbers indicate there are problems in certain areas of the body, regardless of the age of an adult, but in a child under 12 years of age or under age of puberty, it would have an entirely different meaning because there's a change in body chemistry after a boy comes into young manhood or a girl, young womanhood, because of the different ratio of the calciums used by the female. 
okay? Also, it's important to know that if this is a Caucasian, because the darker the color, the more vitamin D the skin will pick up from the sunlight and rays. And the lighter the skin, the less vitamin D your body picks up from the sun's rays. The numbers indicate that this male is a borderline diabetic. A man at 25 being a borderline diabetic means that the energy rating is going to drop down because if his pancreas manufactures too much insulin or not enough insulin, then the body will not assimilate vitamin C. In taking insulin, the artificial insulin taken by tablets or shots, it will not make vitamin C available to the body, but the insulin that's manufactured by your pancreas will make vitamin C available to your body. This condition might have just started a month or two before, or it might have started a few years before. We have reason to believe by the process of deduction that because of this carbohydrate condition, the pancreas not manufacturing enough insulin is of a rather short duration. The reason we know that is his, his weight is still 180 pounds because if he stays in this low insulin condition very long, his weight will begin to decrease. Why would it decrease? Well, the more sugar you have in the blood and in the system, the more nature will demand it and will begin to draw sugar from the body fats and carbohydrates from the muscles. It will leave a person hungry all the time and their food will not satisfy them. Okay, the second number. 7.7 .7 urine pH over 7.8 saliva pH. That's a measure of resistance. It indicates that the food is digesting too slowly and that it lies in the stomach. And I'll just say right here that uh, pH is potential of hydrogen and thus the speed of the ions through your body. That's why he's talking about resistance. Because the more alkaline you are, the slower it goes through the body and the more resistance there is. And um, so we'll, I'll go on with that. Um, so the food is digesting too slowly and it lies in the stomach. Since the food digests too slowly, it's gradually creating pockets in the colon because the elimination is too slow. Why does that happen? Because there's all that stuff in there impacting, stretching out your colon. Anyway, going on. This number also indicates that the body contains too much calcium oxide and not enough calcium lactate. Calcium oxide is very alkaline because of the, um, well, calcium lactate is more acid because it comes like from milk and stuff. And phosphated calcium and also dolomite calcium, calcium carbonate or tricalcium phosphate. There's too much of one kind of calcium and not enough of five other kinds of calciums which is creating a digestion problem because the liver has to have some of all six of the calciums every day in order to manufacture five to six billion enzymes. They're necessary to keep your body in perfect health. Okay, back to his pH, 7.7 .7 over 7.8. That indicates that the liver is not manufacturing enough bile to properly digest the food and practically no gelatin at all, which could prevent an easy elimination experience. pH reading is not a measure of the amount of acids or alkalines. It's a measure of resistance between acids and alkalines by the resistance because, uh, let me just explain here, ions spin. Alkaline ions spin one way, acid ions spin the other, and between the two of them that creates energy. So there's either resistance between them or speed. <laughs> okay, so it's a measure of resistance between acids and alkalines. By the resistance, we can tell whether we have too much or too little calcium, or 
which calciums are enough of, and of which ones a man has too much. It's not a quantitative measure, it's a measure of resistance. By a differential calculus, by deduction, we can tell what is happening in the man's system. The next number, 45C, that shows the body is retaining too much salt and that the person is in the zone for a major angina heart attack. However, with his age, it is probably 10 years away if this pattern continues. Since the body is retaining too much salt, it shows us how this reading is helping to exaggerate the conditions that we found in the pH 7.7 .7 over 7.8 reading because the food's too long in the colon. And that's why it's retaining too much salt, by the way. And now the salt's very high, and it's causing the intestines to lose their elasticity and stretch bigger and bigger. And as they do this, form pockets. If the ability to expand and contract continues in the colon, it will get very much out of shape. The transverse colon will begin to sag, giving the man a beer bottle belly appearance, whether he drinks beer or not. Drinking beer will only aggravate the condition. This high salt content indicates that cholesterol is beginning to form in the veins and arteries. So if this person were to go to a doctor and have a blood test, it may show that his cholesterol is normal because the blood changes every few minutes. And at that particular time that he was tested, the cholesterol could have been low or it could have been medium or high. The RBTI test gives an overall picture of what is happening in the walls of the blood vessels. And in this person's case, they're losing their ability to expand and contract. The veins work differently from the arteries. I'll not go into that because it's rather technical. And unless nature puts oil in the veins and arteries to take the blood from the veins, from the capillaries back to the heart, the person will die much quicker because the vein would be so dilated until the blood cannot be pushed back to the heart. It can't um, have the pressure to push it back. It's perfectly possible that his cholesterol, say within a 10-year period, it would accumulate in such an amount that a piece of it could turn loose tear loose in the veins, go to the heart and block the heart and cause a very serious heart attack or even death. However, this cholesterol would have to go get above a saline reading of 47 total before it would be fatal. Below 47, it would not be fatal cholesterol heart attack. As an example, there's no such thing as a minor angina heart attack. It's either wham, you're dead or you're, you got lucky and lived. So let's consider the last two numbers, 14 over 15. If you add these numbers, you have the total amount of undigested proteins, which we call urea. Remember, protein is, is a real big problem, undigested proteins. So with the high urinary sugar, a high pH, a high salt, it indicates that this man is in a fatal heart attack zone. He could have a fatal heart attack at any time. Anyone with this set of numbers should be very careful not to overexercise, to get too tired, too excited, lose his or her temper and blow his or her top or even get in a hurry because any of these things could bring about instant death. Now let's look at the overall picture. The numbers indicate that nature is trying to throw out the delta cells, but the man's diet's so narrow he's not getting the mineral content to maintain good health. He's not drinking enough distilled water. He should divide his weight by two, which would be 90, and call it ounces. Drink 84 to 90 ounces every day. He should drink four ounces of distilled water every half hour for approximately 10 and a half or 11 hours a day. This will be the first step in bringing his numbers back to perfect. However, he could become discouraged. Anyone with this set of numbers trying to do this at home could cause the body to go into a withdrawal and cause a heart attack.
<laughs> Bringing these numbers from range C to range A in the RBTI test should be done under supervision, where every number could be watched very closely. If the urinary sugar, which is the first number, drops below 5.5 the first day or the first hour, then the man could go into a violent withdrawal and go into a heart attack. In the retreat, we do not put the person on lemon juice and water immediately, but on water alone, until... The urea, and that's that last number, the undigested proteins, is within a safe zone. After those numbers come down to a safe zone, and probably the urea down below 20 total, and the salt below 35, then it would be safe to put the man on a lemonade, lemon with sweetener, and water to bring him quickly to between 2 and 5.5 on the urinary sugar. That'll bring his sugar down. Uh, and I'll just say right here this, because alkalinity, alkalinity stimulates the... Uh, insulin function that's why so if they bring his alkalinity they bring his um sugar down and make him more alkaline it will stim it stimulates the insulin and that brings his sugar down okay in the meantime the salt would continue to drop and many times when the body chemistry starts to react it overreacts and the sugar level well it would drop too low too quickly cause a seizure or it could cause a person to go into a temporary coma which is very easy to correct. The sugar level has dropped too low. There's not enough oxygen going to the brain. <clears throat> Got that? If your sugar's too low, you're not getting enough oxygen to your brain. By putting a little sugar or a little honey on the tongue, in one minute he would come back to reality again with no serious damage done. This is an ordinary occurrence in every retreat. This man would only need to be in the retreat two weeks, but he still has serious problems. So... Whenever there's not enough insulin being manufactured to control the carbohydrates or the sugar level, there's not enough vitamin C for cuts, bruises, or burns to heal. It's the beginning of serious problems ahead, yet, if the average medical doctor examined this man with all the modern tests we have today, he would probably not find a thing in the world wrong with him, simply because the medical profession, they do not have tests to indicate this problem. I'm not casting reflections on anyone. I'm only stating a fact. For example, diabetes by the medical profession is determined strictly by the glucose in the blood. If there is more than 120 milligrams of glucose per gram of blood, the person is said to be a diabetic and is generally put on orinase or diabenase until these numbers reach 145. After there's 145 milligrams of glucose per gram in the blood, the person is generally put on insulin. So the medical colleges do not teach to compare a ratio between the glucose and the total carbohydrates, which is very, very important. It is the missing link in the treatment of the malfunctioning pancreas. Many people become diabetic whenever the sugar level is only 80 milligrams of glucose per gram of blood. Others don't become diabetic until it becomes 150 or 160 milligrams of glucose per gram of blood. These facts are not considered by the drug manufacturers as being important. That's a shame. One could have the sugar of 1.5, which is perfect total carbohydrate in the urine, and have a 300 milligram of glucose blood reading. Wow, that's interesting. Or even 200 milligrams of glucose per gram of blood and be perfectly safe and not be a diabetic. However, if you would be a borderline diabetic, you would be a borderline diabetic, but it would not indicate that you needed insulin. Any doctor that found this would put the patient on insulin immediately. That's the rule they have to go by. 
If you have a urinary sugar reading as this young man of 7.0 and had a glucose reading of 80 milligrams or 100 milligrams of glucose per gram in, in your blood, uh, you would also be a borderline diabetic. But if you had the 7.0 and the 140 milligrams of glucose per gram of blood, you would definitely be a diabetic. The point here is, rather than immediately putting someone on insulin, the first thing that should be done in order to try to prevent the use of drugs is to have this person drink four ounces of distilled water every half hour until they drink half their weight converted to ounces in water and then make another test and see whether or not the body responded. In this way, most people can be kept off of insulin. If your body responds, then you don't need to take insulin. You can just drink water. So insulin is a salt which causes the intestines to have diverticulitis areas or pockets. It causes cholesterol to form in the blood. It's a breakdown of blood vessels, and it causes hardening of the arteries of the brain. Insulin should never be given to children. That's a lot of serious stuff. It causes diverticulitis or pockets in the colon. It causes cholesterol to form in the blood. It breaks down blood vessels. causes hardening of the arteries of the brain. It should never be given to children because the blood vessels are so delicate. It will harden quickly, and most children that start on insulin die or come Ill, become ill before they're 20. There are some exceptions to this. Any of the RBTI, or Reams Biological Theory of Ionization Testers, can prevent your child from ever getting on insulin. It's unnecessary. If your child should have cancer of the pancreas, insulin will not do any good, neither will it diet. But cancer of the pancreas is so very rare, you might find one case in a million if there's damage to the vagus nerve from the main branch that goes to the pancreas, nothing can be done. The body will not respond to diet. But if there is no damage to the vagus nerve between the liver and the pancreas, the pancreas could quite likely get well, even though it has been determined by medical doctors as being cancerous. So if you were told everything that could happen about numbers and the 2,600 differentials if you read rapidly, extremely rapidly, it would take you approximately 2,000 years to read if you read 12 hours every day. These are things we teach the testers if they take all nine seminars. The above numbers indicate how marvelous a body God has given us. If all the water in all the oceans were converted to drops, there would be only one-third enough drops to indicate what would happen to our body to keep it from being perfect. Illness does not pounce upon us like an animal preying in other animals. Illness is a result of deficiency of minerals in our body. And we're going to call that good. And um, we'll do another one next Wednesday. All right, brothers and sisters, God bless you today. And try to make sure you drink enough water. Remember what he said, your body weight divided by two. That's the amount of ounces you should drink per day. And if you multiply that by 80%, that's the water you should drink. <laughs> All right. Uh, God bless you. I'll see you in the morning.